my volume here how are you i am well how are you great this is mama mac along with my co-host dr angel falzoni and i'm getting the settings corrected so say (laughs) hi tonight i am i'm gonna say hi so tonight we are broadcasting live from the wtn radio station our viewers can listen to us here on the multiple channels 106.1 um very good 1340 a.m 1350 a.m 1400 and there's one more the 106.1 is fm and then that's fm and then 104. yeah look at that she's like an owl she can spin her whole head around i'm trying to get it all out and then they can catch us on youtube live if they go to youtube and tan talk radio slash live and we are also on our facebook page and if you are watching us on facebook we encourage you to like to comment to write in questions you can call us here in the studio at 727-441-3000 you just covered everything i usually do and it takes me a lot longer that was great that was good i didn't even know you knew that information Oh my gosh, Dr. Angel, she's looking at her, Tommy. She's paying she's, attention. She's paying attention. She's excelling. Oh, we are so proud of her. This is great. Do you know what next week is, Dr. Angel? Oh my goodness. Oh yes. my heavens. Tommy, we need something. I don't know. Applesauce, whatever we need. Because <laughs> next week is a big event for it this is. show. Next week is our sixth year anniversary. Woo! six-year anniversary can you believe that there you go there's all those people in the studio clapping yes, right now they're all out there yay, yes yay. they are six years next thursday night it's going to be a very special show so you want to tune in for that and you want to get involved that's going to be an audience participation Absolutely. show for sure just like right now on uh facebook go to facebook go to angel's page or mine did you tag me yes i did all right so you can go and you can give us questions you can give us comments during the show. People are starting to learn to do that. We welcome you to get involved in the show, in our discussion. We don't want it to be just the two of us. We want to open it up. Absolutely. Right? We want to make it relevant. Exactly. So we're excited. Six years. That's crazy, isn't it? Starting our seventh year. You know, in all of tonight. these years, we have not run out of a topic. We have not. We have not run out of ideas for topics. It's because life continues to happen. Life keeps happening. (laughs) Doesn't it? I mean, who would have known that this year, 2020, would be a year of a lot of COVID shows? Yes. Um, and still kind of doing those shows. We're talking oh, about yeah. the pandemic fallout tonight and yes, how it are. relates to our relationships. Yes. So you need to get involved with this show and give us a comment. You don't have to mention your significant other's name or anything like that. But you can actually ask questions, comment right here on Facebook or call in 727-441-3000. So, uh, and then two weeks from tonight, we have a very, very special guest. I'm very excited. Uh, You have never met her. She's one of my very closest friends in all this world. Uh, She's an amazing uh, licensed mental health counselor, uh, practices in Bradenton, Sarasota area. Her name is Deborah Poor. And uh, I am very excited that she's coming up. Going to spend a couple days. Uh, That is going to be great. Uh, Some beach time, I think, is in order. Uh, But she is going to be on our show, special guest. She has just published her her second book, and it's entitled Beyond Reason, How to Handle Difficult Family Members. Oh, very good. Oh, it's going to be good. Very good. So she is going to be right here in the studio with us two weeks from tonight uh, as we start our seventh year. So she'll be the kickoff guest for our new year. So I'm excited, Dr. Angel. I always am to come and do this show. 
every week it's it's just we never know what's going to happen because so many of them are as we fondly call them now wing it specials yeah this has been the year of wing it specials yeah it what's really a has. wing it special for our audience who may not or may think we're talking about chicken wings yeah not chicken wings no. um we are talking about or that disgusting pizza that's out there on the table tommy <laughs> we're not talking about that either so well anyway. oftentimes when we do a show we kind of have a great title to it we kind of have a f- few bullet points that we know we want to bring into the show and so we kind of work off that wing it special means we're you're getting it fresh off the press there's nothing except for a title and relationships was our title so like can mean a whole lot so it just comes off the press and we have found because tommy tells us this when we leave this show he always says you know your wing it specials are better than when you plan things so i don't know is that a quote from you tommy it's something like that right so you say not in that tone oh oh and not in that tone Okay. No, he's always complimentary. Because, you know, I think it's just all the years of experience in counseling for you and for me. Uh, Life experience, uh, probably a lot more for me than you, simply because you're younger than me by a little bit. So uh, because of all those factors, uh, the winged specials just kind of flow out of us, don't they? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And which is exciting. It really is. So we've been talking about pandemic fallout. What does that mean, Dr. Angel? And, and last two weeks, we, we had a specific category of people we talked about, which we would encourage our listeners to go listen to those shows, which are getting a lot of views, by they the way. They really are. And last two so weeks, we talked about um, children. Children. Um, so pandemic fallout is kind of, you know, what's happening now that we've had all this COVID, we've had all these changes, we've had this pandemic we've been living with and through since March, and what is some of the fallout to our lives, to our relationships, to our children, to us? What are some of, what are some of those damages we're seeing surface because of our experience with COVID? And I have heard, and I know you have too, about the last two weeks dealing with children and, and so many people commenting back to us at church or different places, hey, that that was great advice that helped me with my three-year-old or my mm-hmm. six-year-old or, or dealing with what's going on at school. So we want you to go back and listen to the last two weeks especially. And they are on uh, Facebook, on our pages. They are also on YouTube.com go to Tantalk Radio slash Go Yard and you'll find all of these shows for quite a while. So with that said, tonight we're talking about uh, adult relationships, adult I guess. Relationships. Right? Yes. Last week we kind of talked about teens and kids, but for the most part kids, I guess. Mm-hmm. We brought in a little bit about teenagers. Why is it important to have a show on pandemic fallout it, as it pertains to relationships with adults? Well, adult relationships have taken a huge strain from this pandemic. And and we're talking not just um, romantic relationships, but friendships, you know, all kinds of adult relationships. It has changed. Um, People, uh, marriages or partnerships where they live together, they are spending a whole lot more time together than they've ever have in in their life. And that changes things. Or maybe they're both, um, you know, frontline workers and they've had less time than they've ever had to spend together in their relationship. Oh yeah, there's a there's a commercial on TV for a mortgage company. I won't name the name of it, but it says your home your time together. You see a father and mother sitting each with their laptop working at the table, and it has you know brought you all closer together. But then you see a little boy, and he comes down the steps, and the girl is a little older, and she has markers in his, her hands. Have you seen that commercial? No. And she has painted his face entirely with markers. It's yellow it's red it's blue it's all these things and he has this little gun in his hand that's like shoots little darts of some kind that stick to your head and he shoots it right at his dad's forehead and so the whole point of that is it's time for a bigger house right it's time for a change Uh, so the mortgage company wants you to go buy a bigger house right that's the solution but that's not in the cards for most people just okay let's just get a bigger house because we are all home together and we can't stand it well, exactly, especially living through 
this COVID situation where a lot of people are strapped financially. A lot of people have had to take reduction in pay, um, maybe been laid off from their jobs. Like there's a lot of financial strain. So like, yeah, that there's not always just quick, easy fix. It's not a quick, easy fix. No. So we want to talk about some of these things because being home all the time and and we realize that some families are maybe listening to us somebody still is going to an office or going to the place of business but that's not as common as everybody being home is it well it's not as common and even if that's happening that's still layering additional stressors like am i bringing something back home to my family sure. and so right. yeah um, there's a lot of stress happening so right. we either you know we're worrying about our finances. We're worrying about bringing, you know, this COVID home to our family members, or we're worrying about how do we work from home, you know, live in our home, like our home becomes our everything. And it strains that relationship. Well, just the fact that if you're working from home and you're on the phone, there's noise going on in the background. There's kids, there's animals, the dog barks. I mean, you know, on and on and on. I every every once in a while watch some news program and people are they're being a commentator but from their home and a dog yes. will walk across you know or bark in the background and this is 2020 <clears throat> this is reality we're not in the stu- we are in the studio that's different but in some of these metropolitan areas and other areas people are not they are still in their homes absolutely they're still doing in their guest homes. appearances and you know and when it has to be your everything it, it it's stressful and you know when things are starting to open up and you know people are going to restaurants a little bit but every time you go to do something now it takes a lot more energy to do it yes it's not like it used to be so a lot more planning a lot more effort a lot more waiting um and so a lot of people are just giving up and trying to have fun and so what i'm finding especially in uh, couples is that it's all work and just Work, work, work. Very little taking play. care of the kids, and there's no nothing to look forward to. Right. When I asked them, "What are you What are you going to do for you this week?" I get this look like nothing. What do you mean? What am I going to do for me this week? Mm-hmm. They feel like they can't do anything because all the things they once enjoyed are either not available or they're just not worth that energy or effort. And I think that's part of it is the energy that you have to expend to perhaps you know go to some place or get out of the house or plan mm-hmm. plan something a picnic whatever you got to be careful where you go you got to sit way far apart all those things even on the weekends on the causeway here in Dunedin or in the beaches well this coming weekend coming up may not be good with Labor Day weekend there might be wall-to-wall people everywhere but still people are trying to spit st- you know spread apart a little bit and but yet it's crowded there are people out but then there's an awful lot of people that aren't even risking that and going leaving their houses. Sure, there are a lot of people who are. I mean, and then just even with like friendships. And so, you know, we have partnerships in home and they have friends and they're not getting the, you know, the girl time with the friends or the guy time with yeah, the friends because right. what they, you know, the what they were doing isn't available. You know, can't just go to the movies or maybe their bowling leagues aren't in or or they're not comfortable participating. And so they're losing that time that they need with others. And right. we're losing that. And so that strains our relationship. Because it means we're still in the house with the same people we've been right. in the house with and there's all no week long, right? Outlet. There's no, you know, our friends yeah. gives a, you know help us just take a break mentally and emotionally and that gives us a different level yeah. of support. And then some of that is even straining our friendships because now we haven't seen our friends or had good quality interaction with them in in quite some time. Right. Um, And sometimes, well, in this day and age, I think people text more than they call, it seems like. Sure. So there's a lot of texting, perhaps, but yet you don't really get into an in-depth conversation when you're texting and typing everything, right? And 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 a lot of people are doing it in passing because they're just, they have too many things they're trying to balance on their plate. So if their kids are doing school from home, then they're trying to assist their kids. They're trying to do their job. They're trying to take care of their house. If their kids are going to school, there's other stresses, and now they're you know driving them because they don't want them on the bus and now they're you oh, yeah, know, all exactly. over the place so like, they're everywhere there's a so, lot happening so what you're describing is a recipe for tension yes and irritability if you yes. ask me you know that a lot of people are uh, as they are handling this pandemic there's the fallout of of just being irritable and being like 
agitated and you know that feeling where you just feel like nothing's quite something's wrong it's not quite right well my world seems upside down don't you think there's a lot of that going on there's a lot of that feeling like everything's in chaos and i don't believe it's gonna get better or i don't think it can get better Um, a lot of people are realizing they didn't know the person they live with oh really Oh my goodness! I well, hear, you're in the counseling room every I day. Hear I'm these not. Conversations so, from really? several people like I, I didn't really even know like they did these things or thought this way or you know because they were living life and in distractions and we have more time together so we see different habits or things yes. of, of Irrit- our partner <laughs> that can be very irritable. I've, <laughs> yes. I can't tell you the number of people I've heard talk about like I I can't stand the way my partner chews or the way they breathe <laughs> or the way they like seriously like these are the things starting to, to get bothering. Right, because they're not distracted with something fun or watch, you know, or going have out. those outlets of stress. Having those right. outlets. I mean, and you, you back to what you said, a lot of people, especially younger people, well, older people too, uh, have friends that they hang out with or go places with, dinner, go play golf, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. go to the beach. And because of the last several months of crazy here that we're all living those times are are much less, and when they are, when you do get a chance to do something, it it can be really so different, so weird in a way. Really, it can be really weird um, and different because everything's changed the way you have to do everything, and and it can be more frustrating trying to go do this enjoyable thing, you know. So, right. is it worth going and doing this thing? Um, for some people, they they give up. Um, plus, we're here in Florida, so it's like. So hot. So hot right now. <laughs> like, just to get in the car. So if you have to wait outside of a store just right. to get or in. Right, or like, in a restaurant, you're not going to want to do that. Sure. You know, and I, I tried going shopping with a friend a few weeks ago, and, like, you had to wait outside the store to get in the store. And then we didn't even get in together because the count happened between us. Like, oh my gosh. that was our time together. Like, it oh didn't happen. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So And that didn't happen. So... And this is all weird, really. Still, mm-hmm. it, this many months into it, this is not the lives that we were all used to a year ago. From a year ago, right now, absolutely not. Totally different. Everything's different, and we're seeing ourselves differently. We're seeing the people we Explain live that. with differently. Explain that. Seeing ourselves differently. Sure. I mean, we have a lot of time with ourselves now, right? So we don't have as many distractions <laughs> right. out there. Okay. You know, a lot of times. Uh, we get so busy living our life that we're not really looking at who we are and what's going on with us. Like we're, you know, running the kids to sports and karate and birthday parties and this. And we have our ladies group and our church group and our this thing and our that thing. And right. so we spend so much time like going out and doing everything. And there's a lot more that's not there. Right. So there's a lot more alone time. And we're starting to see things. A lot of people are like, I don't even like the person I am right now. The stress, they find themselves, I'm angry, I'm yelling, I'm saying really mean things to my kids and I don't mean it. So it's not just about irritated with your partner or your spouse. It's I'm irritated with myself, right? That you're hearing that, Mm -hmm. that people are just like, this is strange. I don't like the way I'm feeling, right? I feel like a fish out of water. Exactly. That's what they're feeling like. And they and a feel fish like out they're, of water doesn't survive. <laughs> no, they do not. They, they're feeling kind of like a stranger themselves. And they're seeing these yeah. ugly parts of themselves that they maybe didn't realize were there or weren't sh- triggered to be there because they just have the right recipe of stress happening right now. And, you know, the the raising your voice at people in your home, right? Not not living in calm and peace. I've, I hear that's that's happening a lot of places. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's more common than not. At this point, I wouldn't know. I live alone with my dog. <laughs> so, uh, and she does never raise her voice at me except to bark and say, What are you up to? But other than that, uh, but but I believe it's a common problem. I really do. I know it is a common problem. Um, I'm hearing more people are, um, because of the prolonged stress, I'm hearing more sensitivity to noise, more sensitivity to things too. Oh, wow. Because that happens when our stress reactions have oh, been Sensitivity activated. to noise. That's interesting. So, Comment on that. Yes. So when we're feeling stressed and our partner or people in our house are getting loud because they're feeling stressed and we're more sensitive to that noise. So it sounds even louder than what it really is. So I have people um, coming in and they're like, oh, she's always yelling at me. And she's like, I'm talking like this. But he's hearing it as yelling Yelling. because he's very sensitive to noise or she's very sensitive to noise. And so it's causing a lot 
a difficult and probably that's because we're just home and we're not out there where we normally are say in the office or wherever and there's a lot going on but Mm -hmm. but when it's really quiet it's really quiet right in the last two months two of my neighbors have decided to put new roofs on (laughs) so uh that has gone on for like a week on each deal and that's pounding 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 that's saws that's all that stuff and i'm glad they have new roofs however it, I, re- I found myself going, oh, my gosh, no, not again. We're not getting another roof going on. <laughs> I mean, come on, because that is a big, long, week-long project, you know, yes. um, or longer, depends. And But anyway, um, and even then I thought my – I thought – You've never worried about things like that before, but I'm home much more, right? And sure. so it is irritating. Sure. That it the is. hammer, the hammer, the hammer, the saw, you know? Sure is. The staple gun, the electric staple gun, you know, boom, ga boom, ga boom. <laughs> I mean, I can hear it all again right now, so I won't. I You're won't reliving this experience. I, I see it in your it's eyes. It's not good. It's not good. So, and, and I guess what we're trying to set up here, and then we're going to talk about some suggestions in a few minutes of what mm-hmm. we can do. But there is just a lack in a lot of people's homes of being considerate for everybody else in the house because there is a self centeredness that seems to have happened in a lot of homes. Is that correct? You yes, hear I'm it. That. I mean, you're you're out there in the counseling session. Sure, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing where, you know, because of all the additional stressors, um, people's our focus has become more about my experience with this and so there's that selfish kind of indrawing of how this impacts me is what I'm focused on instead of how is this impacting my family and my kids and my wife or my husband or my boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, my parents we're focused on how how it's affecting me okay so that is a good question uh listeners if you want to type a question or a comment into facebook feel free but um how is this pandemic staying home this long being our lives so completely you know moved around you know changed how is that affecting your home life do you experience any of this where it feels like everything is getting to you you're irritable you're um you know you're you're having feelings you don't normally have i mean i can remember when i was working so many hours a week that i just wanted three hours at home three hours at home without the phone ringing constantly well it's not like that now it's like hmm I'd like three hours not being at home, right? So <laughs> True. Right. True. So, I mean, that's what we're, I think a lot of people are going through. The self-centeredness. I want to talk more about that before we go to break. So comment on that. Do you, what's causing it? You know, I'm seeing, I think what's causing it is, is the prolonged stress and all the, what's happening because of it, all the changes to the life, all the additional financial, relational, like all the ways it's changing everything. And we're having a hard time coping and adjusting and making those transitions. And it's to the point where like most of the time when my personal phone rings, it's somebody needing something from me to the point now when I hear that phone ring, I'm almost like, what do they want now? Cause everyone's so needy right now. And so because they're so focused on themselves and it can be very draining. And yeah, so yeah. I, there's nights I'm just turning off the personal phone because I'm like, I don't have anything for anybody else right now. Yeah. Um, well, you're so. just working full, long, long days. Well, that, and in my professional job, they can be as needy as they need to be. That's what sure, I do for that's, a living. But even in my personal life, I'm seeing, you know, it's just they're having a hard time with how this experience is impacting their life um a lot of people have had a wave cut back in hours so right people who had jobs that were 40 hours maybe only getting 25 which is a significant cut on their pay or oh yeah so the financial is things really are very real big. we're going to talk more about this on the other side we're glad you're joining us tonight on go yard you can write any questions or comments into facebook right now or call in 727 Ah, four, four, one, three thousand. Let's go to break. We'll be right back. Did I get too close? Oh, did I almost see what's really on the inside? All your insecurities, all the dirty laundry never made me blink one. Unconditionally, unconditionally, I will love you. 
entertaining and informative radio for the Sunshine State. Dr. Angel Falzoni specializes in a variety of therapeutic areas, including trauma, depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, stress management, self-esteem, interpersonal relationships, ADHD, behavioral addictions, as well as spirituality issues. A Florida native, she holds multiple degrees, including a bachelor's in education and philosophy, a master's of arts in professional counseling and marriage and family therapy, and a PhD in psychology. Dr. Angel is also a Florida licensed mental health counselor. She has worked with youth and adolescents for 14 plus years and has worked extensively in women's mental health for the past six years. She has worked in agencies providing mental health services to family and youth at high risk. Dr. Angel is an accomplished psychotherapist who works with children, teens, adults, couples, and families. Dr. Angel has advanced training and experience in working with LGBTQ-specific individuals and issues. Dr. Angel can help you. Just call for an appointment at 727-501-6557 or online at drangelsdevelopment.com. Dr. Angel Falzoni, support for individuals, couples, and families. 727-501-6557. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tantalk Radio Network. After a couple commercials, yours and mine, uh, that's good that we get to uh, do that right here on the air. Um, I know you get clients from that, and I think that is great. Tommy did a great job cutting your commercial a few weeks back. And yes, we, he did. We appreciate that. I mean, that's like mm, all your all everything that you do, and you and you are a very very busy person. Do you want to comment on your? Um, on your practice? Because sure. you've been at it now a little over a year. We have, and the practice is growing. And yes, I am busy, but I'm never too busy for um, people who need help. We um, have additional clinicians in the practice at this point. We've added new therapies as a yes. virtual reality and biofeedback therapy. Virtual help- reality yes. and biofeedback. biofeedback. Do you want to explain those? Yes. So we use the um, Oculus-type headsets, and we can put individuals in environments to help them deal with chronic stress or specific fears like like public speaking or heights or darkness and we can control their body rhythm so it does not trigger them into that fear response so we deal with the depression the trauma the anxiety this um, is brand new for your practice brand new yeah brand new for our practice it's an amazing technology has the scientific evidence galore to it and we're very excited to be launching this and the biofeedback is part of that same The biofeedback thing. helps me to see what's triggering your body so I can help your, to uh, relax your body when it gets triggered in a controlled environment. And how is that, all of that, helping your patients? I it mean, helps them to heal. Helps them to heal. It helps them to heal so that they can move forward in their life. And, you know, things like um, depression and, and trauma and chronic stress can really debilitate people and oh, keep absolutely. them stuck. And so yeah. it helps them to get unstuck, to not have to deal with the nightmares or um, the reminders of these negative experiences. Um, and so they can move forward. That is fantastic. Uh, that's great. So a lot of good things on the horizon for your practice. DrAngelsDevelopment.com. Check it out. Do you have all that information on there yet? No. Not yet. We're getting ready. It's so new. It's I mean, so it literally was just week, delivered. Yeah. Um, but we're working on the upgrading the website to add all yes. this new stuff into so it. So it's great because you're actually expanding and you get you got help now, and that's good. So everything's going well. It is. So, um, you know, for the people out there, Dr. Angel, we don't talk about this much, but I think a lot of people just want somebody to talk to and get some feedback on how 
their life situation can be helped. Mm-hmm. That's what counseling is all about. Life coaching. That's what it's all about. Isn't it? it really is. You know, it doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It doesn't mean you're right. bad. It doesn't mean you're broken. I, I hear people with those fear words all the time. You know, it's a great way to have a safe, non-judgmental environment where you can just get it out, lay right. it out and reorganize it or restructure things so that you can move forward. And you are 2058 Weaver Park Drive, Clearwater. You're in the front of our church building with your own set of office and reception and all that stuff. Um, And so, you know, we welcome people to give you a call, 727-501-6557, or the easiest way is to go to drangelsdevelopment.com, right? Mm -hmm. Set appointments there? Yes, you can. Okay. So back to our discussion about pandemic fallout and how so many people in relationships are suffering. Uh, Because you're there hearing this every day with clients as they come in, uh, because we've kind of mentioned some of these things that we're observing with people. Uh, But it's it's a definite problem. This is not something that's just going to go away by, you know, like christmas or whatever no and you know what i've kind of found with a lot of the um a lot of couples is the fallout that's happening from this pandemic it's either going to be making the relationship stronger yeah or it's wedging them further and further i was just getting ready to ask that very question do you see that dynamic happening do they talk about that dynamic any any people you know i mean that that they're concerned about it even perhaps you know it's funny because a lot of times they'll come in and the relationship will be in a conflict and that's why they're coming in but as i'm hearing like what's really underneath things you know it there's a strengthening that's happening so i you know when we can highlight that and use that to overcome all the extra you're always looking for the positive aren't you really i'm very strength-based therapist and so for a lot of relationships this has been an opportunity to you know weed out some of those past hurts and some of those things cracks in there so to speak um and their foundation that happened and really make that relationship much stronger for them. Let's talk about strength-based therapist. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? A strength-based therapist, um, so traditional therapy works in a medical model, so they're looking for like what's wrong so I can give a diagnosis. Right. I'm looking for what's right. Aha, oh, that's huge, that's hugely different. What's working so that we can use that and build on that and help overcome some of the struggles you're having. Right, so the couple that's been having what they would call a good relationship for a long time is now possibly besieged with problems that they didn't even think they had in their relationship till now till these stressors appeared right sure you know i was just doing um, a session with a couple that's been married for a long time um 30 something years and as they're sitting there they're like i feel like my partner is a stranger to me because of all the new learning that's had to happen. But we're we're learning to take this, okay, new learning, and how do we harness this into help, you know, growing this relationship in a new way and coming to common goals. And so um, there's been some really beautiful things that's happened from the pandemic. But people have needed extra help to get through it. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Uh, That's why we always invite people to send in a question here on, on Facebook or call in or whatever because if you have a specific question or specific problem you're facing now's the time to ask those questions right or get an appointment absolutely um so for those out there that are saying okay yeah uh, that just made sense to me i seem to be more irritable with my spouse i seem to be I used to just pick up his dirty laundry off the off the floor, and I didn't. I just said, eh, that's the way life is, and just go on. Right. But now I can't do that. I want to scream. Now I'm mad, and I'm angry every time I see his socks on the floor or her right. this. or Yes, absolutely. Or the toothpaste that doesn't have the lid on it or yes. whatever the or case may be. Or the empty shampoo bottle left in right. the shower. And nobody yes. ever bothered to go get some. Right. So those things that are, are probably always... They have the potential of being stressors. Sure. But when you're under other stress, like we are in the pandemic, it it accentuates the power of those stressors, right? Sure. So because so much other stuff is going on around us, and it's literally stressing, it's putting pressure on us on so many directions of our life, so all the little stressors that we once could ignore are becoming big stressors to us because our sensitivity to stress is we have too much of it. We're overwhelmed with it. And so So we we're not as easily abil- we don't easily have that ability just to laugh something like kind off. Kind of block it off or laugh it off. Laugh yes. it off. Yeah. That's how it is. Psh, go on. 
it's worse than that now, isn't it? Yes. Yes. And it really is. And it's funny that you use the term laugh because, you know, humor is such a healing thing. It is, yes. And um, in trying to use it as much as we can. And so I was um, having a conversation and and one of my patients pulled up and he looked, he's like, I'm just jealous because I... You're smiling and you look happy as you're having that conversation. And I don't feel like there's anything to be happy about. And I want to feel that way again. And it was a great session. And we, you know, let's talk about that. And let's let's let that happen for you. Right. But and that's increasing the irritability because I once was happy. I once enjoyed this. I once loved doing this. And now I'm not finding happiness and joy in my Mm -hmm. life. Exactly. And what used to be a special thing for a lot of people or couples, it's been kind of a popular thing for quite a while now, date night, go out, all that kind of thing, special bonding time. Uh, I'm sure there's been a whole lot of no date nights. (laughs) A whole lot of non-date nights. Yes. Right. Yes, and they're losing that bonding time. Um, Communication. Communication has really taken such a Let's talk about that, because I think in adult relationships, that's one of the things that's been hit the hardest. When you have, let's say your kids are not in school, they're right there, and you're having to teach them, or the little kids are not in daycare, and all the screaming, all the fighting, he hit me, he pushed me, all that takes its toll on the parents. Absolutely. It's a lot of stressors and a lot of energy that goes out all day. And then, you know, so we kind of start getting in that really unhealthy communication. First of all, we take everything personal. Right. So when our partner is tired or fatigued or snappy, we believe it's something we did. So that increases um, negative communication. We start thinking they should be reading our mind. Right. Well, you should just know (laughs) I need help with this. You should just know what. Can't you you see? It's right right there. Yeah. So that people can't still can't read your mind even in the pandemic like right. we have to be able to put words to it and then i'll hear the backlash well i'm not their father or i'm not their mother no you're their partner and if you have a need you need to communicate that need give them an opportunity to fill it so do you feel like during this pandemic one of the major fallouts has been our communication with each other yes. especially in our own home has really suffered Yes, because we kind of just assume in our own home that we have a lot of unwritten communication stuff that happens, right? A lot of nonverbal stuff that happens. Oh, that's true. A lot of body language that should tell you, oh, well, right. I'm tired, or you know, without having to say I'm tired. But now that we've added this prolonged, huge community stressor run, it's changed some those rules, and we're miscommunicating like we've never miscommunicated, like all the time. And then it's causing a ton of hurt feelings and conflict, feelings of betrayal feelings of you don't care you don't love me and it's really hurting those relation our relationships yeah it really is so let's talk about what we do about all this we've identified the problem yes we have now doctor i mean because i know there's a lot of people out there that are saying you're describing my house you're describing my home yeah it bothers me i i get it i understand what can i do about it wow there's a lot we can do about it first of all we got to take a step back and you have to do things for yourself We have to have something to look forward to as an individual. You have to find something that feels good. If it's a nice shower or a walk or watching your favorite show, like you have to have those things. We have to take care of us. So for the mother or the dad who's out there just just barely making it because it's constant demands and everything is really crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got to make time to do something for themselves, Absolutely. even if it's working out in the garage on weights or taking long walks or whatever. Or baking some cookies, whatever makes you feel good or productive about, happy about doing something. Um, and everybody's different on that, but we have to take the time to do something for ourselves, first of all. And then we have to... Li- take the time into the relationship right and so first we gotta kind of set some parameters Uh, like we have to improve our communication Um, and if we're going to have serious conversations we can't just come in and hit somebody with a serious conversation like while they're cooking dinner and we're bringing up how we can't pay the bills this month that's not the time (laughs) that's not the time to discuss problems right so that's when when the kids are needing a bath and they're running around and they're fighting and so to have these conversations like we need to say hey we need to have a you know a converse you know serious conversation when can we do that today or tomorrow Okay, very good. Set a time to do it. Okay, what I see in some relationships, I hear this from people, and I've experienced it in years past, is that when one of the partners is going through a needy time, 
you know, like they need the other one to to notice that, like you said, like reading their mind, mm-hmm. like they're upset about something or whatever. Then and they're expecting that from the partner, the spouse, whoever it is, and it doesn't happen. Then resentment begins to build up. Sure, correct. Does. Sure does. Okay, and I think that's worse during COVID. It is, and there and there's two good ways that we can solve that. A, we need to take responsibility for our communication and commu- communicate like an adult. If we need something, ask for what we need. But B, help support our partner and say, is there something you need that I can do for you? What do you need from me? But that is very uh, grown up. That, that whole is very thing. grown up. <laughs> and for the for the people out there that are sitting there going, uh, I have tried that, and what I get is a smart Alec answer, or a do it yourself attitude from the spouse or the partner. You know what I'm saying? No, I hear you. And and, and sometimes people don't respond. That's why I say some people need that third party to kind of come in and help navigate some of that. But we have to communicate what we need. We have to communicate. And we have to communicate that we're willing to help our partner meet the need that they have. That helps to build the trust. I'm here for you. And and you've got to work at this because if you don't, it will erode. Um, It's just like when water stands up against the side of a house, you know, that's not a block house. Mm-hmm. And after a while, it begins to erode at, at the the wood or whatever mm-hmm. is there, right? And you have problems. It's the same thing in relationships, don't you think? If, you, yes. if you're not confronting, not confronting is not the right word, discussing, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a confrontation. No. Discuss you know, the difference, will you? No. And so we need to... We want to discuss things in a way that we are not accusing the other person, that we're not blaming the other person. We have this stuff going on. We're all experiencing it. Our relationship is taking a toll. So we both have a responsibility here. And so I, in taking those I statements, I am feeling, I need, like use I, let's have a conversation about what that experience is for you. And when the other person is talking, do not sit there and think about how you're going to just respond. Don't cut them off. Don't sit. Listen to understand the message they're saying to you. Don't you, in years, me doing pastoral counseling, I have heard this so much through the years. While she doesn't listen to me, when I try to say anything to her, she just cuts me off Mm -hmm. and gets mad at me and, and pouts and doesn't talk to me for a week, so I can't talk to her. Right, I've heard that kind of oh, stuff I've through heard that the many years. Times. And there's right? many tools, we and it goes both ways. Yes, it's it not does. just husband to wife. You know, it goes it, both ways. Absolutely. And so, for some couples, they have to set a timer, and you get five minutes to that, get your message. It's true. And yeah. then you get five minutes to rebut that, and then we have to use tools um, to help that happen. I talked about it. Was it last week or the week before? With kids, well, we use it with adults. Uh, we too. do. Well, I mean, my my little grandson that's three. He he works very well off a timer when it's. In 10 minutes, it's going to be set, and that'll be bath time and bedtime. And now he's just like, there is no discussion. Timer goes off. He grabs his little bear and, or, you know, whatever he's got, and up the stairs he goes, to ready for the bath. There's no discussion. It's like that's expected now. Right. And that you gave that a suggestion to my kids and they're greatly appreciative and so am i when when the nana visits because it really is an improvement and it's but we can do that with adults right sure so explain how that dynamic would work with adults sure so first of all so often when adults are having an argument there's the cutting off the butting in because they feel like they're not going to be heard right they have that fear like you're not i'm no one's hearing me and so we have to put that fear rest and so Giving that boundary of, okay, we're going to set this timer. We're going to give you 10 minutes to say what you need to say. And while you're talking, I'm going to just listen. What about the guy who sits there and takes notes? I'm just going to listen. <laughs> well, because I've been there. So, I mean, sometimes people You just, have detailed people who want. I really just need you to listen. The eye contact is very important. That's true. That's a good point. That's I was that's hoping you would say that because yes. somebody who takes notes, they're just planning their argument in their head. Yes. No, we are not. This is not a court hearing. <laughs> you need to just listen. And then at the timer rings at the end of whatever your preconceived time is, then the other person gets time to ask 
clarifying questions or to rebut what you said or in a way that's not or to apologize or to apologize that'd be nice i didn't realize you were feeling that way yes i'm so sorry how can i help you know what can we do to fix this like right and look for the way to move forward right you know this isn't the time to bring up well five years ago when you snubbed me at that party and i felt betrayed like we're not dealing with all (laughs) i'm telling you it goes that way very quickly i know it does (laughs) in years of counseling i know it goes that way very quickly because it's like a door open and I can get my dig in there again. Yes. And so keeping conversations in the moment as much as possible while we're working on helping to heal some of the stuff that's going on is really important. So let's talk about things that are happening in the here and the now today. Right. This isn't the time to go back and fix, you know, 20, 10, 15, whatever years. Or to make the other person feel bad about whatever might have happened clear back then. This is not about manipulating. Or even last week. Right. This is not about (laughs) manipulating, controlling, or blaming. This is about communicating. Oh, that's good. Say that again. This These conversations are not about manipulating, controlling, or blaming. Okay. Why not? Because that's not going to get us anywhere. That's not productive. What does that do in the person who's listening to that? Well, who is the recipient of it that. breaks the trust because they feel like they cannot say what they really feel yes. because it will have bad repercussions right absolutely it breaks the trust breaks the trust and so we need to build trust when our relationships mm-hmm. are having conflicted times it's got to be a safe zone right yes. it's got to be a safe zone and you mentioned this earlier and i kind of changed the subject but i wanted to come back to it sometimes when there's three baths to give and there's bedtime and story time and all that to happen. It's not a good time to bring up how, wait a minute, I don't like your attitude. Whoa. No, that's not the that's time to bring it up at all. That's not the time to do that. No, at all. Let's get the stuff done that has to be done for our family. And then if you're not, if you're too tired tonight to sit down and talk, let's plan a time. And planning that time is really important, especially when all the stress is happening. Um, you know, I've seen couples where the one person takes their night dose of meds and now this one, the other partner wants a serious conversation while well, their meds are kicking in and they're ready to go to bed. They're right. not time to get all wound up and emotional in a conversation. Right. And so setting parameters, like we're not having those conversations when we're in the middle of something. We're not having those conversations when it's time to go to bed. We're going to set time aside. So this isn't a good time, but tomorrow do we have 30 minutes that we can sit down and let them know so that they can prepare. So they can prepare. And I think that we really should mention this in adult relationships, spouses, partners, whatever the case may be, in times of this kind of great stress, this kind of really our world's upside down the intimate part of a relationship can really suffer it does suffer and so then there this is strain there is a stress right there so that has to be addressed in some way because it could very well be that your spouse is upset about that sure and the sure. resentment is there right absolutely i've watched um most partners that i've, I've been working with yes they're um sexual relationship is right. non-existent pretty much at right. this point right because there's so much other stuff going on which causes resentments well and it causes insecurities too yeah and so that starts to flail into these Bitterness. relationships yeah it does and so we have to be understanding and, and we you gotta, have to nurture and then there's there's accusation well maybe yes. he's who know. are you texting over there right and, exactly and so that is just yeah oh yes my. And All so of this is it huge. Brings up a lot of that, and so we have to nurture those our relationships. We have to build the trust in our relationships, and we have to have those conversations. I'm needing physical intimacy. Like, right. What can we do about this? Right. Exactly. Talk about it. I yes. mean, that's the whole thing. Instead of be resentful and be bitter and mad and you know roll over and you know Absolutely. no communication. No, and we know as stress levels go up, desire goes down. It's just scientific. But that doesn't mean we can't talk about it and come up with a way that we can help work towards that in a partnership instead of being mad, angry, and accusing the other person of all kinds of stuff. So everything I hear you saying tonight, Doctor, is that there is definitely, there are a lot of things going on in everybody's home. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of self-centeredness. There's a lot of bitterness, perhaps. There's a lot of, you know, just neglect and just misunderstandings. Yeah, a Some lot of, of it is not even intentional or anything. It's like, oh, I didn't even think you would think of that. I mean, right. I didn't think you'd take it that way. You know, there's a lot of just, ugh, you know. 
Um, and and so we have to work at this. We do have to work, and we have to be willing to sit down and have open ourselves up and have those honest communication, and clearly have communication. And sometimes you need a third party, as you mentioned. That's what your office provides. There are other offices that do the same. Yes. Um, and we are not saying that you should only go to see Dr. Angel, but you're here and you've got a busy practice and you're dealing with this. You are, we deal with this. This absolutely. is one reason we, our shows tend to be relevant of what's going on right now. Right. What what we see in in, in, in our the lives. people around yeah. us, and right. you know, and when you do need a third party, it is not about who's right and who's wrong. No, it's about we have a problem. So how do we how do we fix it together? Together to move forward. And that means that it's what we call in real estate is good faith. Good you know, faith. everybody's operating in good faith. In other words, I want to fix it. I want to fix it too. What can I do? What can I do? That's it takes two. To, yes. to fix the stuff that's really irritating a lot of people in their homes right mm-hmm. now. One person can't do it. You no. can't be the one who sits back on the couch and just absorbs the, the the chaos and you're mad, but you don't ever deal with it or help with it. And usually what I'm seeing in a lot of relationships is one person internalizes all the feelings and then the other person externalizes all the feelings. And so we Explain have the, that. one person that's loud and, you know, closing doors, slamming this, putting stuff down, and the other person who just won't talk and they shut down and they're quiet. And I think there's more of that right now going on with pandemic fallout right now. So give them a a quick um, review, if you will, before we get out of here tonight. Sure. You know, our relationships are really important to us. They are our support system. They are what they can grow stronger even through all this adversity. And if you're experiencing difficulties, open up your lines of communication. Spend some time, quality time together. Send the kids to grandma for a couple days. Or, Talking yeah. about this, yes. <laughs> Whatever. And really be open and honest and be willing to be the hero for your relationship, meaning be willing to hmm, that's be good. open enough and soften your heart enough to say, how, what can we do? I want, I love you and I, I want to fix this. And don't you think when you say be the hero, it takes a lot of times um, shutting up and listening. Yes. I tell people all the time, especially in marriage and couples counseling, you have two ears and one mouth. Please use them in proportion. That's right. Because I think a lot of times we get on this bender, so to speak, of I'm going to let her know how I feel. I'm going to I'm going to, you know. Right. And this isn't time to hash out your whole relationship problem. It's let's stay in the moment. Let's work on how do we get through today. Yeah, because we will get out of this pandemic. There Mm -hmm. will be a brighter day. We will come out of some of the stressors that a lot of us are experiencing with our jobs, et cetera, and our families. And it will happen. And in the meantime, what do we need to learn in this moment? That's the question. Open, honest communication. Well, that's what we need. We need to learn open, honest communication. We need to be honest. We really need to be honest, folks. Mm -hmm. So let's maybe you want to write that question down. What do I need to learn right now during all this that I'm going through? And next week is going to be a great anniversary show. We hope you can call in or write in, be a part of our sixth anniversary, Dr. Angel. Can you believe it? Can't believe it. Go Yard. Six years of this show. We're looking forward to it next week. So who are you anyway? I always forget who you are. Uh, This has been Dr. Angel. Oh, yeah, it has. And I'm Mama Mac, and this is Go Yard. And we're glad you've joined us tonight or later on Facebook. And tell a friend and share it. We love for you to share our post. Yes. Share the show. Please do it. Yes. All right. See you next week. Good night. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.